BizQuick podcast hits on the struggles and advantages of being an entrepreneur. It's for anyone who's made the commitment to burn the boats and not look back. Are you a busy entrepreneur or small business owner trying to do it all? Then this podcast is for you. Corey and Julie will take you through the details of building a strong business. Hit the subscribe button and gear up for another episode of BizQuick Podcast. Welcome back to BizQuick, everybody. How are you doing? I am Corey. I'm here with... Julie. How are you doing today, Julie? I'm good. How are you? Doing well. <clears throat> Excuse me. That came out weird. It did. This laptop setup is weird because we totally can't see each other's faces and our cameras are off on the Zoom. And so I'm like trying to peek around the corner so I can yeah, see you. And every time you do that, you get really far away from the mic. I know. So, I know. So stop doing that. Well, then let's turn our cameras okay. on. Okay. That's weird, too. <laughs> I like to see your face. All right. Anyway. How's it going? It's going. It's yeah. going to... Pulled, pulled a muscle in my back recently. That was I'm, fun. Trust me, I know. Yeah. I've been watching. I've been watching it. Anyway, yeah. So let's uh, let's dive into. Um, what do you want to talk about? Emails. Today? You do? Yeah. Email marketing specifically. That's a boring ass conversation. You really want to talk about it? Yeah, because uh, yeah. we don't we don't really do any kind of email marketing. We don't, and I don't feel bad about it. I don't. I feel bad about the fact that we're paying fifteen dollars a month for Mailchimp and we don't use it. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> well, the only thing that we use it for is that once a week we send out when a new blog comes out. Yes. Um, which is probably the dumbest thing on the planet to use it for. Correct. Right. We could probably do that on our own. Well, right. Or we don't even. That's true. We probably could do it on our own. We're just I think we've always been. We're both in the camp. We hate receiving emails. Correct. I hate marketing emails. Right. I here's the weird thing. Are you the same way? I hate marketing emails, but if I get a marketing email from a friend's business, even if I'm not going to read it, I'll open it up so that their open rate goes higher and I won't unsubscribe because it's a friend. You, well, now it just sounds like you're lying to them. It's like, oh, your business is so great. I know. <laughs> it's, it's, I want to support them. Yeah. You know? no, I, I mean, support what you love. I, I agree. Um, I mean, internally, Though, like, like, there's no, there, there are no numbers out there. It's not like uh, Mailchimp is posting like, here's the top 100 opens of the month. Like, that's internally for them. Like, I, I'll, I will download podcasts of friends um, because that helps them become a better podcast. Like, in terms of like Apple Podcasts or whatever rankings, but I'll download them and for you know, and I won't listen to them. I don't. I mean, I download our own podcast on three platforms just to make us look better. <laughs> <laughs> do you listen to it? No. I listen to our podcast. I know you do. <laughs> do you think that's weird? That you listen to the podcast? Yeah. Um, More than once, yes. Oh, I never listened to the same episode more than once, but after it's released, I always listen to it just to make sure that we got everything in the right order. No, I, I think that's fine because, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've... It's made, quality control. I've made mistakes in editing the podcast, so you yeah, have. I mean, that's part of the process. This is, is QC. Yeah. This is me. It's just quality control. Yes. Yeah. But on the email side, like, God, I hate emails. And there are some people who will send you... They abuse email. Like, you know, some, some businesses will send you, you know, four or five a day and you're like, oh my God, stop it. Don't care. I don't even, I don't even know what you do. Like I never bought shit from you. Why are you sending me so many emails? Yeah. I'm, I, I'm this. Yeah. 
I, I've got a few of those as well in my, and, and I don't know why I don't unsubscribe from them. Like I'm just hoping that Google or Outlook or somebody will eventually figure out that this is spam and just do it for me. Right. I do love, and I know this isn't the, the topic of the conversation, but um, <laughs> this is so wrong. Um, I, I love a good like blunder on the um, email marketing campaign where they say something they shouldn't have said and then somebody's got to apologize like the recent one that Ulta did which was like man people were up in arms over it so for Mother's Day for those of you who aren't aware a week before Mother's Day they launched an email campaign um, for some Kate Spade products and um, as most people are aware Kate Spade committed suicide um, a couple years ago and how, how did she commit suicide? She hung herself. Okay. And Ulta sent out an email with the subject being, come hang with Kate Spade. That would have been fine for like a, like a Halloween, but Mother's Day, come on. And people <laughs> were like, seriously, Ulta? And they had to issue an apology, of course. But that email went to like millions and millions of people. And... I know I was like, God, am I an asshole for laughing at this? Because I was just like, seriously, like, I, I just, I, I love when things like that happen because it's, I think it's hysterical. Uh, yeah, I agree. And, and that's where, um, like, I've, I've created this job and I don't know how to. Um, oh, I love this job. Yeah. And I don't know how to pitch this because it, it would require all businesses and pretty much the world to agree on this. I get to look at all advertising before it gets published, <laughs> whether it's print, video, doesn't matter, um, because those things, it's like really, like well, for well, I would that one would have got by me and be like, oh, that sounds great, and then you had to let me know that Kate Spade was dead. I was like, oh, okay, now I see the problem there. But there's a <laughs> lot of advertising that goes out that uh, I'm just like, did, did anybody, literally anybody in your business look at this before you hit publish? You got to take the intern off those jobs, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> right? You got to, even, I I don't, yeah, I don't know. I just, it's it, it's hysterical to me, but um, you could be the modern day madman. I don't know what that is, but yes. It was a marketing, marketing. It's a, it was a TV show that was about marketing back in like the, 60s when people still smoke cigarettes in the office and drink scotch at 11 and slap their assistants on the ass that is absolutely correct <laughs> there was a lot of sexual harassment yeah happening. okay yeah we can't do that nowadays yeah no you cannot <laughs> in any way shape or form yeah so i don't know i'm i'm not a big fan of email marketing and you know two years into sb pace i don't know that anybody could convince me otherwise that it's a great that it's a good thing a good strategy for us maybe for some businesses but I don't think it is for us yeah I would agree it's it's not a good strategy for us because the I mean by and large the people who are in our in our network the people who are in our on our mailing lists like uh, they already know what we do we're not you know and it's not like we're coming out with new products and services every day like well I mean. <laughs> Because well, one of us stops the idea machine before it gets started. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate you yes. for doing that. All right. Well, uh, before we go, though, do you want to tell our listeners about our Patreon account? Because <laughs> we forgot to do that. Yep. What is wrong with us? Um, yeah, we have a Patreon account, and it is patreon.com backslash bizquick. You got it. All right. And that account, we're... 
that's it's like an internet tip tip jar. You can leave us tips if you think we're doing a great job, and it's how you support this podcast and um, help us to, you know, get better ideas, do better work, get better guests, and there's some um, content behind the paywall for those who become um, Patreon members of BizQuick. For it's just some special content for you, and you know we appreciate the support. We appreciate all support, whether it be through ratings, subscriptions, downloads, um, reviews, but also for those of you who have been generous, generous enough to leave us a tip in our internet tip jar. Thank you. That was the longest commercial ever. We're going to take know. a break. Okay. <laughs> All right. Welcome back to the show. We have Yuvel Ackerman of Berlin, Germany joining us today. And Yuvel is an ethical email strategist and copywriter. And I'm not going to lie, I didn't even know that was a thing but I am pretty excited to talk about it because ethical email feels like something that we could get behind, Corey. It really does. Definitely can. All right. Hey, Yuval, thanks for joining us. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Of course. So do you want to tell our listeners a little bit about you, yourself, and your business, what you do? Sure, absolutely. So uh, just to keep it brief, I, as a, you mentioned, I'm an ethical email strategist and copywriter. So I write emails and I help business owners to basically nurture a love-love relationship with their list, with their subscribers, sell without feeling guilty or icky about it, um, and tell their story, honestly and vulnerably, honestly. Um and yeah, I've always been a storyteller. I've been a journalist for a while. Um, I worked in gastronomy and service and hospitality as well. So I have a lot of perspectives um, from all you know walks of life kind of thing. And it got to the point where I really wanted to tell stories again. So I opened my business and I started with content writing. Um, and kind of organically, I grew into copywriting and understanding that more than anything, I just want to tell good, vulnerable, honest stories of people who are trying to make a real good impact in the world. Um, so very naturally, I kind of leaned into emails and um, ethical email marketing is something that I'm truly passionate about. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, it, I feel like a lot of people just use emails. They're they're cheap, they're inexpensive, it's quick. Like I'm just going to send out information. It's just it's sending out a lot of shit. And mm -hmm. for the most part, people, I, I think, don't they don't really bother to even read that. I mean, there's a lot of filters already built into um, <clears throat> email clients. And, like, so how do, how do you get around that? How do you make, like, uh, how do you help somebody create content that's worthwhile? So to me, ethics or ethical marketing is all about the three main pillars that I consider, you know, what is how, how to market yourself ethically, which is transparency, consent and storytelling. I think that more than anything, you have to be transparent about what you're doing and uh, how you're doing and what's the story behind everything. Uh, consent as in not exploiting um, your subscribers, um, you know, inbox and them the fact that they actually let you the information to contact them and storytelling telling stories we're inherently storytellers you know even back in the day that's all we did this is how we actually convey um what we want through it's through a story so um telling a good story is always 
a, a good way to actually kind of stand out. Of course, it's a bit more complicated than that, but um, and we won't go into like the entire you know art of storytelling because that's I think an episode in itself. But I think when you combine um, those three things together with your uh, email marketing efforts, you get a really good mix that you know your reader is not going to be able to avoid. So, what's a what are some rules of thumb that? you use for your clients um, when it comes to the frequency of sending emails and some rules around how clickbaity subjects can be on emails? Mm, I love this question because um, it really, there isn't really one formula. Mm -hmm. There isn't a one size, size fits all. For some businesses, it would be an email a day. That's fine. For some, it would be an email a week fantastic. For some, it would be 12 emails a year. So a monthly one. And that's great. You know, as long as you're not ghosting your subscribers altogether, I think, um, and finding a good balance that works both for your audience of readers and yourself as a business owner, I think you're good. Um, in terms of being clickbaity on a subject line, that's, that's a real pickle because, um, honestly, people are getting more and more creative with subject lines. Um, I think the key to that, as always, is learning more about your audience and doing, you know, the, the real market research and learning more about your readers beyond the, you know, where they're located, their age, you know, the demographics kind of thing. Um, how to not be clickbaity is something that I um, also struggle with myself, you know, because I am trying to stand out. But um, at the same time, I'm always asking myself, what is a subject line that I would click on? I think that's a, a good rule of thumb to to start with. Would you ever suggest to um, a potential client or customer to send zero emails? So for us, for instance, we, we have a newsletter that comes out about once a week. And, um, but it, it goes out to basically everybody who we already know in our network and they already know who we are and it's, it's, it's our, just our blog for the week. Um, we're not trying to sell anything because everybody already knows what we do and we use other channels to try and sell our services. So would you ever tell somebody, Hey, you know what, why don't you just, uh, cancel that MailChimp account and, and move on? Oh, that's a tricky question <laughs> because, um, sometimes, well, that really depends on, on your audience, uh, again, and who you are as a business, business owner. Um, I'm team email. I'm completely biased here. I said it. So I would never tell someone, hey, just delete your account and don't, don't try even. Um, I think there's a lot to experiment with in email marketing. But I would actually advise some people to maybe, and that's a big maybe, to uh, skip on a few more of the so-called best practices of email marketing, like maybe a welcome sequence if that doesn't align with your values and with your brand. Um, I know that some people just don't like getting welcome sequences right after subscribing, and that's completely fine. Other than that, I think that your email is a wonderful, wonderful marketing tool that you definitely need to use in your business if you want to grow and connect with your audience. So um, yeah, I wouldn't say just delete everything, like forget about emails altogether. It's so interesting because I, you know, 
Corey went directly where I was going to go and ask if there's ever a situation where it is appropriate to actually ghost your subscribers. And I, I, and maybe it's just because Corey and I both hate emails so much, right? We hate getting those salesy emails. We, it's very rare that a business will send me an email that I'm actually going to read. And typically it's only going to happen if it's somebody that I regularly buy products from regularly. Mm-hmm. But even then it's not a hundred percent hit that I'm going to read the email. And I just, I feel like it's, it's over. I feel like email marketing is overused at this point and abused. And that, um, I think, I think a lot of, a lot of businesses don't use it well. They're not very good at it. Sure. And, and, you're definitely fighting an uphill battle because anybody can email and everybody does. Uh, most businesses use it incorrectly. So trying to get businesses to use it correctly and appropriately um, seems like an impossible task. Well, but that's the whole beauty of it, isn't it? To actually try and do something better um, yeah. and more valuable um, of course, people hate email marketing. There are a lot of bad emails out there. <laughs> I, I'm the first to admit that. Absolutely, yeah. 100%. Um, but I also learned and saw um, and and wrote things that can, can show you, you know, the other side of the coin. And I think, if anything, email marketing is going toward a very, very bright future of people who are not, you know, not using the the sleazy sales tactics. If anything, I'm very optimistic about this going to a very, very optimistic and beautiful place. So what what is that beautiful place? Um, you know, because people are so tired of the salesy stuff, um, so more business owners and more brands will actually start hopefully um sending more ethical emails um that are more mindful of what they're doing and what is it that they're offering and how is it that they're offering i think it's uh, you know it's changing it's happening and all the business owners that i'm in touch with are on board with this maybe maybe i i live in a bubble <laughs> that's that's possible um, but I think many people are tired of the, you know, sleazy tactics. So it's more, it's going definitely more toward um, the ethic, the ethical um, approach in general. Is is there, um, <clears throat> when it comes to like that ethical approach or, or uh, like a, it's a different sales tactic that you, you would use on email versus uh, Instagram or Twitter, correct? So like, like, is that more about brand awareness and driving people to your website where then you try and sell to them or, or how does that work? I think first and foremost, we have to talk about us trying to nurture a real connection with our audience. Um, that is, uh, absolutely not as instant as social media. So, uh, we talk a lot in emails about the rule of seven, which is, us needing to show up again and again and again in someone's inbox to actually, I wouldn't say convince convince them, but to actually show them that, hey, we're we're worth some kind of, you know, connection, conversation, something. Later, perhaps, hopefully also a conversion, which is a sale or click or whatever you consider as, you know, the result that you're trying to achieve. Um, but first and foremost, I think we need to talk about this conversation that email is really allowing without having a middleman like uh like 
social media platforms uh, or algorithms. It's just, I think it's a, the most honest channel of marketing that I've ever come across. So that's, that's why I'm in it. That's why I'm passionate about it. And before, you know, trying to talk about conversions and sales and stuff, we need to talk about the talking. Right. I know that um, I, the people in my network that are, you know, marketing professionals will still, they still stand by regardless of how they feel about email, that email is the number one channel for, you know, sales when you're looking at sort of the, the different platforms that exist. So it still is very, very popular and still a useful tool. I think that, and this is where you're going in terms of talking about the storytelling and the transparency and the consent is that there have been a lot of companies in the past that have abused it and that it isn't for a lot of businesses, it feels really inauthentic, right? So, you know, we've all had an experience where we've gotten an email where it was clear, like you felt like they were talking directly to you, right? And mm -hmm. there are some very little things, because obviously you're talking about the, the, that plays well when you've hit on who your ideal customer is, right? But it's so interesting how there are little things in emails that could just send us over the edge and, and turn us off really quickly, right? So uh, example for me, we're, you know, 28 months past the start of the pandemic at this point, right? It's over. I think we've won. We've declared it over. I still get emails that say, stay safe out there. And it drives me fucking insane because I'm like, why are you telling me to sell from what like zombie apocalypse? What's happening yeah, now? Well, and I mean, and with that, it's, <laughs> it's like reading the room and understanding what's going on because in, you know, uh, three, four months into the pandemic, everybody was sending out the, this is what we're doing to keep you safe, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm like, you're like an online advertising company. Like I, I there's no <laughs> physical way for me to even like find you. Um, I, I don't care what you're doing. And like, it became a qualifier. And then like people start sending it out. It's like, well, your messaging sucks. Like we all realize that we're in a pandemic and we all realize that you're probably doing the right thing. So you don't even need to mention that now. <laughs> I literally stopped buying from companies. Cause I was like, I don't care. Like, stop it. Like, ch like change your but, messaging. But also I think uh, talking about messaging and talking about copywriting in general, I think that's, you know, the definition of what bad copywriting is. It's not yeah. about the company. It's about the customer. I mean, the customer doesn't care. The reader doesn't care. I mean, honestly, right. <laughs> the, the reader does not care about um, the founder of the company or uh, your day-to-day -day life. It, it's, it's, None of their concern, unless your name is Steve Jobs or uh, Elon Musk, no one cares. No one cares. We're very self-absorbed in a good way. Um, and a lot is happening in general all the time. We're distracted all the time. Mm -hmm. When we receive an email that we actually want to read, then it's never, never about who is sending the email, but who is receiving it. And that, I mean, that's such a great point there. Just mm -hmm. like uh, the the narcissism that we live in, you know, these days where it's all like about call me. it myopic. <laughs> yeah. But like, it's all about me. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know what's wrong with my voice today, but yeah, it, it's, uh, and, and yeah, you got to think about the reader and it's like, well, no, I want to tell you about me, 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 me. It's like, no, it needs to be about you. 
the reader. Yes. Yeah. Yes. The, the, the customer, right? And, mm-hmm. and it needs to be, I love the story concept, right? Because we, Corey and I talk a lot about stories and how important they are for effectively transferring information, for making a point, for selling whatever it is that you're selling. Like that story is huge, right? So it's like sort of the normal, this is how you are today, that explosion, whatever the change is, and then the new normal and being able to present that, but also to be able to present it from the perspective of not not really making the, you know, we always hear like, you got to be the hero, make your product, make your service the hero. You're the hero. Like actually the person who's like you needs the product or service needs to be the hero. They need to see themselves in that story that you're telling. Yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, at, at the end of the day, I'm trying to think of any of my colleagues as big or, or small as they are in their names in, in the industry. And I'm thinking, is it about them? I mean, obviously, they're great to, to work with um, and they're amazing at what they're doing. But no, it's actually about how they make their reader feel. Yes. And, and that's what's the most important thing is. Agreement. It's how the reader feels. All right. Well, we need to start wrapping up. Uh, do you have one more question for you, Valcori? Nope. All right. Well, you can um, find Yuval at ackermancopywriting.com backslash subscribe. We'll throw that in the show notes for you. Thank you so much for joining us today. This was an enjoyable conversation and you certainly made me think differently about email marketing, which is always a good thing because normally I'll just shit all over that. But today I actually learned a few (laughs) things and I appreciate that. Thanks to our listeners for joining the show. We appreciate you and everything you need to know about Uvel and about SB Pace can be found in the show notes. And if you want to work with us, if you want to connect with us, if you want to follow us on social, you can find out about all of that on our website, sbpace.com, including our other business, Certivium, which we didn't mention until right now. Right? (laughs) This is a really weird morning for us recording this. Um, We have a radio show. It is called Defeat the Chaos. And it, is, it airs live every Thursday on Voice America Business Channel at 9 a.m. Eastern, but you can catch the replays at any time. And our podcast, BizQuick, as you are aware, because you're listening to it, you should download and rate it if you haven't already. Subscribe and give us a review. We would greatly appreciate it. And if there's any topics you want to hear about, reach out and let us know. Purchase our Amazon best-selling book, Seriously Now What? A Small Business Guide to Disaster Preparedness. Uh, get a digital workbook download on our website. And if you've already purchased it, rate and review it for us. We appreciate that. I'm Julie. I'm Corey. This was BizQuick, helping small businesses across America.